0: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is Josh Spicoli-Fanelli. And we I get that I gets Tim every time. We're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Uh, so the bill is coming due, or maybe the bond market is saying the bill is coming due. The U.S. has already issued 1.76 trillion in net Treasury securities through the month of September. On pace for over two trillion by year's end. That's going to trail only 2020 for the largest net debt issuance in the history of the United States. Rising debt and interest rates is a troubling combination, and the bill is starting to come due. This is the thing that makes me the most worried. The interest expense on U.S. public debt rose to $883 billion over the last year, another record high. If it continues to increase at the current pace, it will soon be the largest line item in the federal budget, surpassing Social Security. You heard that right. We will soon be paying a trillion dollars in interest just to service the debt. Not paying anything back, just to service the debt. So... Uh, We in this country have become very comfortable with debt. We had a president who was really comfortable with debt, uh, but as a country, we're really comfortable with debt, and it's not good. Uh, I don't think this is a sign of things to come, but um, Argentina, uh, their central bank hiked interest rates by 1,500 basis points last week (laughs) to 133%. I'm not even joking. That number by itself is sort of unfathomable, but even more unbelievable. It's actually lower than the reported inflation rate in Argentina, which is 138%. A century ago, Argentina was one of the richest countries in the world, Today, after decades of money money printing, you hear that, Janet Yellen, deficit spending, you hear that, Janet Yellen, political instability, instability, you hear that, House Republicans and federal socialist policies, you hear that, uh, Democratic Party, uh, uh, they have hyperinflation and nearly 40 percent of the population is living in poverty. The currency, the peso, is now devalued so quickly that workers are in a race against time from the moment they are paid, uh, rushing to either spend it or convert it to U.S. dollars. Um, So hopefully the upcoming presidential election, election, I think it's this weekend actually, it's the 22nd, will finally lead to positive change. The leading candidate in Argentina in most polls is Javier Millet, a libertarian economist. He's calling to abolish the central bank dollarizing the economy, privatize your state-owned enterprises, and reduce regulations on businesses. Do you remember
2: uh, right before the pandemic when the desperation for income was so intense that Argentina was issuing century bonds and people were buying them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do do you remember that? I do. It's such a funny concept. And they were like, they're yielding
2: somewhere. I I remember the coupon was like seven and a half or something. And it was just... (laughs) Oh, that's so laughable. But do you think, you know, that was just three and a half short years ago that uh people were that desperate for income because interest rates were so low that you were willing to there was uptakers on a seven and a half percent century bond bond. yeah i mean the country but remember
1: just for all of you people that are voting remember that a hundred years ago argentina was one of the most wealthy company countries in the world per capita and they did a lot of the things that we're doing in this country and uh not going so well for them. Right I, mean, now. I mean,
2: when you look at the political dysfunction and the willingness of either party to really turn, close the spigot, it's just like the inevitable conclusion is higher taxes in one form or the other. You know, remember that the Trump tax cuts start to sunset in 2025. So for a lot of people out there, especially small business owners, your tax liability is going to go up in, you know, a year and a half, regardless of whether or not Congress does anything. But uh, that's the inevitable conclusion, I think, for most people out there is just expect to pay more uh pay your more of your fair share (laughs) in the decade to come my favorite statement your fair share and you know government to me is not the best capital allocator that exists out there uh and so but
1: that's the choice choices that are being made and it's being done on a bipartisan basis all right well let's talk about an invention from the great mind of one mr michael milken uh so these bonds uh when they so i i we want to talk about high yield bonds. When they when they came out, they were called junk bonds, uh, but now you know the financial services industry says we can't call something junk. We need to put a spin on it, and we're just going to call it a high-yield bond. It sounds much more white glove. So, Josh, explain to our listening audience, what is a high-yield bond? I mean, it is what it sounds like it is, but g- let's talk about some characteristics of high-yield bonds.
2: Uh, so, in the universe of corporate debt, you have investment grade, uh, and I won't go through the nitty-gritty of the But period.
1: investment grades triple B and above.
2: Yeah, and then beyond that is you know, non-investment grade. So, you know, whether you call it high-yield or junk, it's just those companies that are you know, of marginal creditworthiness and you know to get money lent to them of course they have to pay just like a consumer would if you're a high-risk consumer borrower you have to pay a higher rate of interest to your credit card issuer Uh, and the same dynamic exists in the bond market where uh, you know those less credit worthy companies uh, have to pay a higher rate of interest to their bondholders.
1: so when you look at industries highly debted industries there they are generally like you know the, the credit rating of those companies is lower their ability um, you know, to service their debt uh, might be in question. If we have a recession, they, there's a chance that they default. So they're going to pay a much higher interest rate. And prior to the 1980s when Michael Milken came along, because what happened was is, you know, previously to to Michael Milken, only big a big company could buy a smaller company. And then Michael Milken comes along and says, no, 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 we're going to let you finance these takeover deals if you're a smaller company with a bunch of uh, High yield debt, and so these smaller companies were buying these bigger companies. Um, sort of, the, the biggest one was RJR and Briscoe. But uh, when you go back, you know, and so they were issuing tons of high yield debt. You know, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen percent they were paying on their debt. But they were doing these big takeovers, and then they conceivably was going to use the cash flow to pay off the the debt. And so, but prior to Michael Milken, these things were called fallen angels, where they might have an investment grade credit rating, and all of a sudden, you know, their business changed, or something changed in their business, cash flows fell, uh, and their bond prices fell to where a point where they were considered high yield. And so the the interesting thing, when you look at the high yield universe, durations are generally shorter uh, than most of the rest of the bond market. And they do that for a reason. Like if, they, if you bought a high yield bond with a long duration, the yield would have to be extraordinarily high. Um, but when we look, and so we're not saying that you should go out there right now and buy a high yield bond fund or a high yield ETF. Uh, there might be a time in the not so distant future where you'll be able to do that. Um, when Josh and I look, so I was looking at the high yield bond market this week, there are some, Equity-like returns right now in the high-yield bond market, you have to do a lot of credit research, but we're getting close to a point if you are somebody that's buying individual bonds where you should be considering high-yield bonds because the returns in a lot of these things, as as long as they don't default. remember, a bond is is, – the highest part of the capital structure in a, in a business. So let's say a business uh, goes bankrupt and has to liquidate, bondholders get paid back before anybody else, and so that's why they're lower on the risk spectrum. But, um, you know, when you look at... Uh, you can get equity stock-like returns in the high-yield bond market right now by buying, buying individual bonds. And remember, bonds are, contractually retu- are a contractual return. So if you buy Google the stock, right, you, there's no contractual return. You're just trying to buy Google's cash flow out into the future at a discounted price, right? And when you buy the stock or you buy the stock market, there's no contractual return. When you buy an individual bond from Apple or from, well, Apple's not a high-yield bond, but from some of these uh, highly levered financial services companies, or energy companies, there is a contractual return between you and the issuer of this bond that they're going to pay you back uh, those those coupons plus your principal back. And so that's why um, you know you can get a contractual return, 9, 10, 11 12, 13 percent, which are stock-like returns. Um, you just have to be really careful about doing your credit research. So they are still interest rate sensitive, and that's why we're not telling you to go buy a, bond, a high yield bond fund or bond, a high yield bond ETF. Josh and I are looking forward to the day when we can allocate money to those to those things. It's not we're not quite there. Um, I think before we buy the ETFs and the mutual funds, we will be buying the individual high yield bonds. But well, as an is as an asset class you can. O- Almost start to look at again, and if we do have a recession, that's when these things will get really interesting because you'll be able to pick some names with 20 plus percent yields if we have a recession a la global financial crisis. All right, uh, if you'd like to be part of the show, <laughs> sorry, no, it's okay. You can on well, the beginning of the next segment, you can pick it up. If you would like to be part of the show, give us a call 877-670-7117 or go to our website, NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about strategies to delay taking your Social Security. So stick around.
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
3: it here and we think you will too welcome to alpine meadows beautifully kept landscaping alpine meadows has one bedroom apartments and two and three bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer beautiful decks patios and designer kitchens alpine meadows is conveniently located next to the dallas california highway and minutes away from orchard parks nature trails a place proud to call home google alpine meadows townhomes professionally managed by norris and stevens You enjoy the quiet life, but
0: you like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and
4: Stevens. It was 1985. Population was about 20,000. We were just a little mountain town and weren't famous yet. Shopping options were slim. That's when Central Oregon's Food for Less came along. Local Acres Marketplace. All along, we were supporting local schools and organizations, donating food and money to support those around us, and doing our best. Best to provide food for less. Our philosophy has always been to listen to our customers and provide the goods and products you want, like more organics and natural foods, a better selection of local products and acres of fresh produce with a major organic component. Today we're still a mountain town. We are famous. And while our name's changed, it's still the same local ownership and the same ever-evolving selection of products. It's a little- Local Marketplace. Cascade Village Shopping Center, Bend. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry.
5: If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's something that could really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for people with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. Plus, it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor and get 24-7 telehealth from the comfort of your home. And here's the thing. If you join before October 30th, you'll get your second month free and save even more. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code share to get your additional savings. The deadline against October 30th. So now is a great time to call 888-SHARE-89. That's 888 hare 89 888-SHARE-89. 888-SHARE89.
0: Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes.
1: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Uh, your portfolio, your asset allocation, your estate plan, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. Uh, so, if you want to get one of those appointments scheduled, call the office. The number here is 800 is 988. Or you can always send us an email, which is what most people do by going to our website, northwestquadrantwalt.com. Uh, send us an email. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review. So, one of the jobs of this radio show and what we were reminding you all the time and reminding our client base all the time is you need to train your brain as it relates to investing, uh, to handle the uncertainty that the market's always going to dish out, whether it be from what's going on geopolitically or the money, monetary policy, whatever it might be, the election, whatever it might be, you have to train your brain to handle the uncertainty that goes along with the market. And, and one of the things, uh, that's so true, um, is Amer- human beings hate uncertainty it's really stressful for us most humans would prefer physical pain than the stress that goes along with uncertainty and it's like you know you can go look through all the the people that have done studies on that and it's it's clear that people would be able to can tolerate physical pain much easier than they can deal with uncertainty and so when you think about you know all the things that happen over your investing lifetime elections inflation you know job cuts uh, the climate emergency civil unrest whatever it might be rising rates all those things put pressure on markets in the short term uh and give you this tremendous feeling of uncertainty you know i think about over the last geez, since the financial crisis i feel like most people are really uncertain about what the future holds and that um creates some less than ideal uh, decisions that are, 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 you know, that people are making. The one of the, th- the most important things that I would say, because with the advent of social media and these cable news channels, whether it's on the left or the right, is we now have doomsday narratives. And that's the one thing that you have to avoid. The one commonality that Josh and I could both say is that when we get the phone call, when we're experiencing market volatility, whether it be somebody who's politically leaning on the right or the left – it always, we can always hear in their voice this fear, and it's not coming from themselves. It's coming from something they read or heard either in social media or on television that has convinced them that this time it's different and they need to do something. And it's this doomsday narrative because she got elected or he got elected, and this time it's going to be different. And so you have to avoid those doomsday scenarios and and narratives. The, The comment I'll give you is that the world we live in today, if we had three news channels in the city of Bend and two of the weather forecasters said, we're going to get two inches of snow. And the third one said, we're going to get 14 inches of snow. Everybody would talk about the person that says we're going to get 14 inches of snow when the reality is we're only going to get two. So beware of those those doomsday narratives on both sides, uh, and the way you deal with uncertainty is through broad diversification that's the That's the hedge and sort of the only free lunch in the investment world is diversification. True diversification can help you deal with uncertainty okay let's talk about a revocable living trust. What is a revocable living trust? Should you be setting one up um, so First, the important thing is people get freaked out about revocable living trust or trust in general because they think they can't change their mind. But it's just like it says it is that you can change your, your mind. A revocable living trust is a trust document created by you, the individual, that can be changed over time. Once It's not a set in stone kind of deal. Um, most of the time, revocable living trusts are used to avoid probate and protect the privacy of the trust owner and the, the trust beneficiaries uh, as well as to try to have some control over the estate tax. Um, they do, um, they do obviously have some limitations. They're, they're more expensive than, you know, a, a, a simple will. Um, and they lack some of the, there are some benefits to invoke irrevocable living trust. Um, but, you know, we're not big proponents of irrevocable living trust in most cases. Uh, some very specific reasons you could have some. Um, they they differ revocable living trusts differ from a irrevocable in that the grantor the person who sets it up uh still retains ownership of the assets and can more easily change the beneficiary so you the grantor that sets it up you're putting all of your non retirement assets into this revocable living trust but you can change your mind you can put put things in, take them out. You know, you can put your house and take it out. You can put your investment accounts and in, the, take them out.
2: That's the revocable part,
1: right? That's the revocability. You can change beneficiaries. So it's not like you have to set a beneficiary and not change it. You know, if, if little Johnny uh, starts to get fresh with you, you can bounce him off the <laughs> beneficiary list. But just going through
2: trends. the big main benefits, the first, obviously with property, real property, you avoid probate. And that's the big issue there. Uh, if you're incapacitated, you can avoid a conservatorship. Uh, Tyler already s- sort of spoke to the flexibility, but if you're concerned about the privacy of your estate, uh, it's taken care of, you know, you're, the, it's not made public, so there's no not that notice that you see in the paper. And another big advantage, of course, is uh, the assets are available immediately after death. Uh, so that's, can, you know, for liquidity well, purposes, immediately is not always necessarily <laughs> true. But. There's not, and a big, big caveat here that I think is a misnomer out there. There's no tax benefits from having one. Uh, of course, your revocable trust could create a disclaimer trust, uh, or your will could create one. Alternatively,
1: but uh, there is not a tax vin- advantage in and of itself uh, for while well, you own it. But like the, but most people, a lot of people will set it up to to. To mitigate or to deal with having to pay the estate tax, like so in my case, uh, you know, my wife, in what you were just describing, in, in my situation, if I were to die tomorrow, get hit by the proverbial bus, she could disclaim as part of the trust a, a bunch of our assets into a disclaimer trust or a family trust, where she could avoid some of the estate tax issues that I would have, uh, based on the ridiculous amount of life insurance that I have. So there, there is some tax advantages. It just doesn't happen while the trust is in existence in its current form. So, when you set it up, there's no like, you know, when you make a contribution to a traditional IRA, you get a tax benefit by reducing your taxable income. That doesn't happen with the trust. What you're trying to do is create some controls. Uh, ar- you know, and essentially what happens is because you're moving everything into the trust, you're broke. So when you die, the reason nothing gets probated is because every, your trust owns everything and you don't own anything other than your retirement accounts. That's what, and retirement accounts don't get probated. So that's why there's no probate. The, everything is owned by your trust.
2: The big issue here that we see so often, and it sounds silly, is don't forget to retitle things. And I've seen an in- instance of this in the last three months already where, you know, they created their revocable living trust, uh, they had an existing joint. TOD account, transfer on death account, they never actually, we never retitled their joint TOD into the trust. Because they didn't tell us about it. Yeah, because they didn't tell us about it. And so uh, do not forget to retitle stuff. You want to do that with any kind of real property or... uh, Yeah, so
1: most people think, you know, the attorney makes the trust, draws the trust up, and they think, okay, well... Now my attorney's gonna put everything in the trust, but that needs to go in there, but the attorney can't, right? You're the owner of it, so you need to be the grantor. You're granting the assets that you're gonna put in the trust. So whether it's, if it's your house, your investment accounts, anything that you wanna be putting in the trust, you're the person that has to now retitle those in the name of the trust. Otherwise, you spent the two or 3,000 bucks to set up the trust for no reason because nothing's actually in the trust. So that's a big one. Um, So anyways, revocable living trust, is an option you know I think maybe they're over prescribed for people I see people that have them that maybe don't need them but they might have it for a specific reason that is related to them meaning the privacy or whatever it might be so it's something to consider a lot of things can also be accomplished with a will the one thing that we'll both agree on everybody needs an estate plan whether it be a simple will or some version of a trust all right if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter Josh and I do one in the middle and end of every month go to our website Uh, 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 wealth.com send us an email say I'd like to be added to your e-newsletter list stick around sign up
0: for our e-news today get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. 100.1 One hundred point one is News Talk eleven ten KBND Bend. Okay, class. So, endorphins are a type of neurotransmitter in the body that inhibits transmission of pain signals while also enhancing our immune system and producing a sense of euphoria. Now, can anyone tell me where endorphins are produced? Yes, Bridget.
4: My mom says that endorphins are produced at the ACB.
0: The ACB?
4: You know, the Athletic Club of Bend. All our friends go there, and mom says that with all the stuff they have to do there, like swimming, tennis, exercise classes, basketball, yoga, cross-fusion, concerts, and even massages, well, it really makes her feel good.
0: Yes, I can see how that would... Plus,
4: I think she really likes all the kids' programs and camps.
0: Well, I guess mother really does know best.
4: The Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. To get your endorphins flowing, just go to athleticclubofbend.com.
0: Can you tell me the traditional gift for our 61st anniversary?
4: Well, I know the 50th is gold, but I don't think there is a traditional 61st anniversary gift. Well, there is now,
0: and it's green.
4: As in, save a ton of greenbacks during the 61st anniversary sale at Wilson's of Redmond?
0: Saving money is a great tradition.
4: For Wilson's 61st anniversary, we've negotiated exceptional discounts from our manufacturers.
0: We're talking huge savings on Stressless, the most comfortable for first- on the planet.
4: Big green discounts on fully customized Amish handcrafted furniture from Country Classic Collection.
0: Leather Italia, Flex Steel, and Southern Motion.
4: Save up to $1,100 on heirloom luxury mattresses, too.
0: Free delivery and special no interest financing available. See store for details. At Wilson's of Redmond.
4: Sale ends October 31st. We've
0: got the furniture and mattress for you. Keeping it local. For 61 years. Today could be your
3: lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. If you wanna win, you gotta come in to Indian Head Casino. More slots than the table games you love.
5: Action, excitement, that's what we're made of. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners
0: play. Come in for Hero Mondays, honoring all military first responders and medical workers. And on Tuesdays, it's Nifty 50 Club Day. 50 or better, swipe and win. New members get instant rewards. Went up to $1,000 on bonus slot play. Indian Head Casino, where winners play.
3: Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Today could be your lucky day
5: lucky
4: day indian head is the winners play wow buddy this place is gorgeous oh, i love living here at wild horse mesa it was just built in 2021 so it's got all the latest amenities with high-end finishes plus ac my own washer dryer
0: pool access
4: fitness center rec
0: room and a private patio
4: <laughs> all this on your salary wild horse mesa is more affordable than you think call the office and see what's available
3: Google Wild Horse Mesa Primeville for more information. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Minutes from Primeville. New, beautiful, affordable Wild Horse Mesa. <laughs> my dad
4: has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks Dayquil High Blood Pressure for max strength daytime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. Dayquil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free.
5: Vicks DayQuil High Blood Pressure. The daytime, non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure.
3: Like my dad.
5: Medicine. Use it directed.
0: The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter.
1: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life, uh, your portfolio, your financial plan, your estate plan. Whatever you want to talk about is fair game. Uh, Sometimes we do even do a little marriage counseling, but we're not very good at it. Uh, so if you want to get one of those scheduled and have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office. The number here is or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like a free retirement review, and we will get you on one of our calendars. So, uh, But before we talk about account consolidation and why it's so important, why you need to be thinking about it, um, one of the things I think people, all people, uh, at least – Fifty years or older should be going on and registering. Is a website called My Social Security? You should set up a My Social Security account. Um, and the reason for that is you can sort of see where you are on track. Uh, so, so the two reasons are one: let's say you're in the uh, the phase of life where you're not receiving your Social Security benefits yet, you can. You can go on there and estimate your monthly benefits based on what your earnings history is, what your earnings uh, is now, and then sort of with a certain amount of inflator in there and your wages. It'll give you a good idea about what your monthly Social Security benefits are going to be at certain ages, and that way it'll also help you plan to to know how much you're going to need, save for retirement. We have so many clients that are really uh, anal about doing this and, and making sure they're on track. And this is a great way, a great tool to do it. Uh, you can review your earnings history, make sure it's correct. You can get uh, proof that you, that, uh, you don't receive benefits now. And you can, if you need to replace your social security card, if you're receiving benefits, uh, you can go on there and, uh, set up or change your direct deposit. You can get your 1099 form. Um, you can print a benefit verification letter and you can also replace your social security card. So, everybody should if you're 50 or over go on my social security and get yourself set up uh because it's actually for the government, it's a pretty decent website. And so uh, if you, especially really important is for people that are um, trying to fig- get, you know, they're getting close. They're like in their early 60s or 62 or 63, and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's my Social Security payment going to look like at full retirement and then at age 70? Uh, and then you can uh, sort of figure out if uh, it, it pays to maybe continue to work or dec- or, or or maybe take social security or not take social security and then uh, take more from your retirement plans to get to a a bigger social security payment. So again, go get yourself a, my social security account. Okay. Let's talk about the importance and the advantages of consolidating your investment accounts. This is often misunderstood, right? Josh, when we talk with people about it, what we actually mean by, uh, because people think, you know, they don't want all their eggs in one basket. And that's not what we're talking about. We're big proponents of diversification and making sure you own different asset classes and different kind of accounts. But Josh, what are we talking about when we talk about Consolidating your accounts. Combining
2: like accounts is the most important feature here. And that's, you know, there's two different types of accounts in our business functionally. There's qualified accounts, which is retirement accounts. So that's tax deferred money usually, unless it's a Roth. But then there's non-qualified accounts. So that's after tax money. Uh, You're paying taxes as you go. Those are the ones that generate the 1099s. But consolidating accounts, just there's a bunch of reasons to do it. The first one is administrative simplicity in your own life. Uh, Less statements coming to your mailbox or coming to your email, uh, consolidating like accounts. So if you had a 401k from an old job, you've got your rollover IRA somewhere else, and then you've got maybe a simplified employee pension, a SEP somewhere else from a couple years when you were self-employed, consolidate them into one place. Uh, That is going to make your life so much better. You're going to be paying less in admin fees at various custodians, and most importantly, you're going to be able to have a better finger on what it is that you actually own and what your asset allocation is. Same with taxable accounts. Uh, Maybe you have some stock options that are sitting somewhere that uh, at Fidelity Benefits or wherever from a former employer. You've got your trust account somewhere else. Consolidate it all. You can move it in kind. You don't. Actually have to sell things to consolidate them uh, that 's another important feature, but less tax statements your beneficiaries 're going to thank you this is one particularly as you 're aging and you 've got stuff all over the place your, uh, you know, The people' it's responsible for your, your administering your estate are going to have a much more difficult time if you have things strewn about everywhere. but the point is. Make your life simpler and more importantly, have a better gauge of what it is that you actually own. It's impossible to manage across accounts and be able to consolidate it effectively from an asset allocation standpoint, at least.
1: Yeah. So when you think about, um, you know, the idea of, uh, people, people get so wrapped around, like I need to have money in different places and that's my diversification. That's not diversification. You can build plenty of diversification if you have all your money in one place, uh, it, it, it you know, you're just complicating your life and your beneficiary's life uh, if you have money strewn all over the place. I mean, we I'm not even joking. Josh and I, we ha- we know people, we have clients that have money scattered at nine, ten different 401ks for all the different companies they work for. And can you imagine they have to have nine different logins for all of those online deals and remember where all of those accounts are and where they're all invested. Uh, if you truly want to build an asset allocation uh, that is appropriate for you, where you have an idea about why why you have what's in your portfolio, it has to be in one place so you can see it all. Right. I mean, that just makes infinitely more sense. The important thing that Josh also said that is often overlooked that people think has to happen is you don't need to sell anything. Like you can move everything and the term is called in kind where you just move what you ha- currently have, uh, from you just you don't have to sell anything and you just move it from wherever it is to to one custodian and so Josh and I uh, you know you can either hire a financial advisor to do it where they are wrangling all the arms and legs uh, you know and our assistants are great at it um, we we have done a bunch this year uh, or you you go to a custodian like a Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Vanguard uh, and you pick one of those and you say look. You say to those people on the phone, Look, I have accounts scattered all over the place. I want to consolidate them all here at Schwab or Fidelity or whatever it might be, whoever you pick
2: we see that all the time where it's like you know you had stock from the 1990s at computer share with a basis close to zero and you know people believe that they actually have to sell it to get that money somewhere else and of course you don't you just mark in kind transfer and uh it moves and the basis actually will transfer over in most cases uh to the new account and just make sure that it reflects uh once you've got it uh, sitting and then where you've custodied everything and uh consolidated it all into
1: and a lot of times you're you know if you are have uh, a let's say you've seven or eight different IRAs, retirement accounts. In most cases, you're paying $20, 30 $40 per year uh, just to have the retirement account when all of those accounts could be in one IRA. Like you don't need a bunch of different IRAs. You can usually consolidate a bunch of different accounts into one account because it's an IRA or a Roth or a taxable account. Um, and, and so that'll save you a bunch of money in administrative fees. And then Josh mentioned this, but we can't overstate it enough. When you buy, when you, let's say you either become uh, unable to take care of your affairs, you you know, you have an executor or or a trustee that's going to start managing your money for you if your money's scattered all over the place, there's a good chance that you're not gonna remember because that's why you have somebody managing your affairs for you now, and so some of that money's gonna get go lost. So if you wanna make it easier for that person, consolidating your accounts in one place will make their life so much easier, then it won't be chasing their tail. And then once you pass, let's say you're managing your money uh, up until you pass away, when your beneficiaries go, whoever the executor of your state is to go, uh, you know, make sure that all the different beneficiaries get the part of your estate, having it in one place makes it so much easier. It's not even funny if they're having to chase different assets all over the place. Uh, especially if it's left in a 401k plan, it requires so much more documentation and it's so much more of a pain in the butt. So if you really like the person and love the person, that's the executive of your estate, you will consolidate your assets into one place. You don't have to have a financial advisor. You can do it at one custodian, like a Schwab or Fidelity. uh, And chances are you're going to save a bunch more money. You'll be like, why it does require a bunch of work up front, but once it's done, you'll be like, why didn't I do this earlier? It's, it's one login. I can see my whole financial, life in one place, and then when I need somebody else to to do it for me, it's all in one place. So consolidating your investment accounts is something that we tell people to do. You can either have an advisor do it, or you can do it yourself, Um, but it makes a big, big difference consolidating and the important thing that josh said that everybody always underestimates or doesn't really understand when we bring this subject up is you don't have to sell anything you can move it what we call in kind that's the term you need to know all right if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter josh and i do a video in the middle and end of every month talking about markets and how it affects our clients money go to our website northwest send us an email let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails. Stick around.
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
3: Pine Tavern is turning back the clock to a simpler time. Have a burger for just $5 in our iconic barroom every Tuesday through Thursday starting at 5 p.m. Add a pint of beer for another $5. Only at Pine Tavern in the heart of Bend. Today
4: I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool.
2: It's pretty
0: easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar.
4: Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And
0: after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free Internet,
2: covered parking, and... my fur babies pets allowed stonebrier is currently accepting applications their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on highway 20 near 27th and bend
0: google stonebrier apartments for details stonebrier professionally managed by norris and stevens stonebrier apartments
4: the best of resort living
0: to Deschutes, Crook, and Jefferson News every morning, only on FM News 11110 KBND.
3: My name is Opal, and I am the birthstone for October. I am known as the Queen of Gems because I am so colorful. I am literally nature's kaleidoscope. I have many sides to my personality. I can be a white, snowy landscape dotted with fireflies of red, blue, and green. Or I can be a black night streaked with rainbow lightning. You can find me in nearly every corner of the world, including here at home in Oregon and Nevada. But my most prized gems come from Down Under in Australia. Sadly, many of you are afraid to wear my gems because some silly author centuries ago wrote a book and said some awful things about me, calling me bad luck. But I've outlived him, and today I am revered for my multicolored beauty and mesmerizing patterns. You can find amazing opal jewelry from Central Oregon and abroad at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or SatterleyJewelers.com.
4: If it leaks, clogs, strips, or burst, call Seaver some plumbing first. If water doesn't flow where it's supposed to go, it can be a real bummer. Seaver's son will get it done. Your Central Oregon plumber will treat your home like it's ours. That's our duty.
3: We're the guys in the blue booties. If it leaks, clogs, strips, or burst, call Seaver some plumbing
1: Hello
0: and happy fall. It's Mike from Highline Homes. And fall does mean it's time to fall in love all over again with your home. If you're not feeling the love for your home, consider building with Highline Homes. Our custom stick-built homes are built from the ground up on your dream property. And we think the many positive reviews we get say it best.
3: We had a very positive experience dealing with the Highline team.
0: Learn more and see virtual tours at HighlineHomes.com. Oregon CCB one eight one zero six nine. 69 Highline Homes. On your lot on time, built right. Give your free retirement review meet with a northwest quadrant investment advisor today for free it's our offer to you as a listener to the show call us today to schedule your portfolio review 800-743-0988 again 800-743-0988
1: welcome back if you want to take one of us up on that free retirement review we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life so call our office here to get it scheduled, or you can send us an email. Uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. So Josh did a, uh, took a picture, I guess, with your phone um, and on, of your television, and you, and you looked at the returns of the S&P 500 uh, from 1926 to the end of 2022. And the S&P 500 returned 10.2 percent per year over that period, which is where why most people talk about uh, the you know the market returns 10 percent market. The S&P is a pretty good proxy for the market, or the best one that exists at least. Um, and so when you look at the returns at 10.2 percent, the funny thing is the breakdown of those returns is 39 percent came uh, from dividends. From dividends. So. You know the dividend that the the companies in the S and P paid, and 61% come, came from total return or the price appreciation of the market. And so, what what's funny about that? So this is called 60% price appreciation, 40% dividends. Is that you know when we do e-, e news, we talk about when the market's down. One of the benefits is that when your portfolio's dividends are paying, you're buying more shares. That money's getting reinvested, so that inevitably the next bull market starts. You own a bunch more shares, so it sort of supercharges your returns. But you know, for a long time, these so-called go-go growth investors ignored companies that pay dividends, ignored them at all. And we're not the people that say go and maximize, go buy stocks or, or companies or investments that maximize a dividend. Um, we're OK with most bus- good businesses pay sort of a, what we consider a healthy dividend and they have it well covered. Um, but a lot of people underestimate the re- The return component the total return component of dividends being re- reinvested over time over time in the total return of the stock market and I nice. think what it gets really lost is when we get down markets uh, our biggest clients what 's funny is you know they are they're good at recognizing that and their because por- they obviously have a lot of money and so their portfolios. Uh, are kicking off tons of dividend income, but that money's getting reinvested, and they know that when the next bull market char- starts, they have like this supercharge out of the gate because they own so many more shares of their investment.
2: That came from uh, Bob Pisani segment that I really enjoy, and he's one of the few commentators on there that I think is uh, more grounded in reality. But uh, he made the exact same point, you know, over uh, when markets are down, and you get that compounding feature. Um, It is like unloading a spring when market price when you ultimately get that price recovery and it's just such an important thing and for people out there that live off of dividends. uh, It's actually a more effective strategy to reinvest the dividends on the equity side. And when we're in the midst of a market sell off. Uh, You want to be selling your risk reducers in order to generate your income, not selling stock because those reinvested dividends drive almost half of your return over time, which is a crazy statistic, but it's true.
1: All right. We got an email from a Glenn. Glenn says, I recently switched jobs and I realized I have multiple 401k accounts from prior employees over the years that need to be consolidated. When I reached out to my current employer's 401k administrator to understand the rollover process, they said I would actually need to have a paper check mailed to me, uh, for each of the prior employers and arrange uh, to mail the checks to them. We were talking about four checks totaling a very substantial amount of money. They said there's no other way to process the rollovers. I can't understand why we're dealing with such an archaic process in this day and age, should I be worried or should I just go ahead and take care of this now since I don't seem to have much say in the process? So what Glenn is talking about is that so first of all, Glenn, at least you're doing the right thing by consolidating your 401k accounts that are out there. And I understand that's a lot of people are in that situation. Um, And we are always advocates of consolidating accounts to one place. So assuming Glenn, you're going to consolidate it to a big custodian like a Schwab or a Fidelity. um, Yeah, believe it or not, in a 401k, in most 401ks that exist out there, um, they don't do a uh, an AC, or custodial to custodial transfer, meaning just wire the money from one custodian to another like you would if you were going to move from, let's say, Edward Jones to Merrill Lynch. The, all that money would go electronically and they're not sending an actual check. But in the 401k world, unfortunately, that's what most 401k providers do. They say, we have to sell everything in your 401k and then mail a check to the custodian where you want that rollover to go. Um, so, Glenn, the one thing I'll tell you, and, and this might make you feel a little bit better, is that, the, it, you know, they're going to put on the, the check, it's going to say, you know, FBO for the benefit of... Glenn, whatever your last name is, and it should have the um, you know the custodian's name on there, and it should have your custodian account n- number on there. So the only place that money could go is in your IRA at the custodian where you're moving the money to. So if somebody got a hold of that check, there's nothing they could do with it because it's it's to you and it's to your specific account at the new custodian. But believe it or not, that is the process. And the hard part for us, and the thing that's sort of frustrating is that, you know, sometimes that rollover and the check being distributed and cut and sent and the mail time, sometimes that can be 30 or 45 days that the money is out of the market and sort of in transition. And, uh, you know, it does interrupt one, the compounding process. There could be some huge updates in that period, uh, or there could be big dividend distributions that would be being paid that you're not invested. And so I, Josh and I can't figure out why the industry, you know, in 2023, why we haven't gotten to a place where, um, you know, that can be done electronically. But some of the big, big, big plans, that's an option. Uh, But the vast majority of them still are sending a check in the mail. It's really crazy. Uh, We got an email from an Anton in Redmond. Anton says, hey, guys, thanks for doing the show. I learn something almost every week. Uh, That makes one of us. Uh, My question is about my 401k, another 401k. My company offers both a traditional option and Roth option. How do I know which I should be contributing to?
2: This is more of an art than a science. Uh, some balance of the two is probably most advisable in a lot of circumstances. There's so many factors that go into this uh, income, the location of your saving, pre-existing savings. Um, one of the new changes as part of the uh, secure act 2.0 that was slid into that omnibus spending bill at the end of 2022 was uh now your employer match contributions can actually go into the roth side so uh there's just so many factors into this but i mean
1: i would say though if you're most people should be at this point contributing to the roth and yes you have a big tax problem i mean i would certainly
2: want to have the balance of the contributions go into the roth but depending on your income uh you know especially those higher and income- ind- and yeah especially those higher income individuals out there you're gonna want to make a balance, but you know our the maybe off-the-shelf recommendation is two-thirds to the Roth and a third towards traditional.
1: Or, uh, right, but if you, uh,
2: Anton, let's say you're 30 years old, then, all of it can go be going to, the to the Roth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the younger you are, you're never going to regret dollars in your Roth, and uh, because your income is going to tend to rise over time, uh, maybe that balance will shift exclusively to Roth to include some more traditional contributions as you age and your income presumably is going up. But uh, there's
1: not a perfect answer. On well, this I feel one. like the argument, the argument that was you couldn't get the match what is gone now yeah i agree there anyways all right that is our show this week thank you all very much for joining us remember always buy low sell high we'll see you next week
0: Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives financial situation or needs and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities financial instruments or strategies to you before acting on any recommendation on this material you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and if necessary seek professional advice